Yo, yo, yo. What it do, my curious peeps? I have missed you guys. I'm just going to put it out there. It's going to put it out there. I have missed you guys. Just doing one week off of making a podcast, I just feel disconnected. <laughs> I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you are all safe. And most importantly, I hope that you are all finding methods to cope with everything that is going on in this country and abroad. With everything from Ahmaud Arbery to Breonna Taylor to George Floyd, this has been a time of just, well, for me, it has been a time of just figuring out ways for me to cope with everything going on. There are so many thoughts that run through my mind, so many perceptions and so many ways that I see people and, um, and you know, you are bombarded with things on social media. It's, it really became overwhelming for me emotionally. And I had to take a step back. I had to just take a step back gather my thoughts, figure things out. And of course, things are not figured out totally right now. But you know, just trying to have conversation with people around me, trying to um, be that voice that we all need to be in this time, and trying to push forward. So I hope that you all are doing the same. I hope that you all are finding ways to cope, finding ways to um, make sure that your mental health is in check. That's my hope for everyone. That being said, thank you for taking the time and for, you know, taking a break and tuning in to this podcast, My Curious Life. If you're new to the podcast, of course, I just want to welcome you to this beautiful family of My Curious Peeps. <laughs> and just kind of introduce it. So this is a platform where I have these discussions with my friends, with family, with people that I love, people that are doing amazing things. And I'm curious to know thoughts on topics that are relevant to my life and I'm hoping relevant to yours too. I appreciate the feedback that I've been getting about the podcast. It's always welcome. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate y'all. The last time we had an episode, we talked about dating, which was fun. I did that with my bestie. Um, Talked about, you know, the red flags, talked about what we're looking for, talking about what excites us about being in a relationship. Um, And as single women, you know, we just kind of hold each other up. So this episode kind of continues onto that. So after that single phase, you know, for some people, hopefully, we find that special someone and we experience that refreshing, real love. Now, if you know me, you know me just saying real love has my face beaming because <laughs> I am a huge fan of love. So for this episode, I thought it'd be extremely fitting to have a couple on here to discuss 
um, you know, their experiences, discuss their experiences together and how they find love in one another. So this is my friend Sheldon and my friend Melissa. So I met Sheldon in 2006. I met him in my first week of undergrad. And since then, it's kind of like a crew of us. And we call the group MacFam. Um, so we've been close for years and years and years. Um, and we've kind of seen each other through the relationships, the ups and the downs. And then Sheldon found Melissa and everyone rejoiced. (laughs) So I wanted to have them on to talk about their relationship. I'm just going to kind of dive right in. So before I get too far into it, I want to welcome them on to this episode. So welcome with me. Sheldon and Melissa. Yo, yo, yo. What up? What's going on? Nothing much. Another day in the head. Another, another day in the head? <laughs> no, in the hood. Oh, in the hood. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yo, how are you guys doing these days? How are you keeping sane these days? Legit. I don't know. It's, yeah. <laughs> for us, it's it's never been like even right now. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a matter of keeping sane because everything is kind of working out the yeah. way we want to work out right now. Mm-hmm. Like so in what way? Uh, we're getting time. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like we were so leading up to maybe the death of George Floyd. Yeah. We were kind of like, okay, COVID's not great, but it kind of is working out for us and mm. like. You know, we're still able to work. We're still able to make cheese. And then at the same time, we're like, hey, well, the mortgage is deferred. So we can, we also don't want to accept guests. Why don't we renovate? So we start renovating. And Mm. so like, we're able to do things that we wanted to do for so long. So it wasn't like a bad thing. And we had time. It's given us a pause on regular life to kind of get things in order the way we want to get things in yeah, order. So. And vision and get back to ourselves. Yeah. So then when um the whole like Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor and um George. and George Floyd happened, it was just like, what the heck? So that for me it took a toll on me. Yeah. And it kind of put a lot on pause. Like mm. for real pause. Yeah. For real, uh, for real pause. Like Yeah. Yeah. It it's very interesting that you talk about like how the COVID time and social distancing has been a positive in a way. And it's because I feel the same way, but it's almost as if, because it's a strange time because people are either having a really productive, like positive time or people are either really hurting in this time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this weird space of like, can I tell people how good I'm doing you know it, yes it, it, it's oh such gosh, a yes. weird space yeah Absolutely. um what have you guys been like so you guys have been renovating yeah renovating upstairs just getting that back to uh I don't know kind of fixing up the way yeah we making to. it look nicer and refresh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you both equally like inputting or is it more one person or the other no, I think we come oh, to decisions yeah. together. Yeah, oh, that's it works so together. Good. Teamwork um, makes the dream work. 
it does. It, it does. And Sheldon's been creating his own basketball court outside. I know. For like the last, what, two years, I've been talking about converting the side of our house to a little basketball court. Yeah. Oh, and seriously? Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's enough space for a small court. So I was like, I always wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, leading up to now, it was like, it was just expensive to yeah. get someone else to do it for me. But I was talking to one of my neighbors and he gave me some a good suggestion on how to get it done by myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the last week I've been just working on that. And like, it's finally, it's getting, finally come together. Getting like the pole in the in the concrete? No, no, no I'm not putting. No, I not have, that, not that deep. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I bought one of those rolling ones that you can move. But I did, I did it but digging the digging the grass out, uh, filling it with some stones, putting these patio stones over it to kind of put it like the cement. Yes. Um. And yeah, and it's looking. It looks looking really good. Nice, so. Yeah, it's nice to have a basketball. Oh, <laughs> like the only thing that we miss, I would say, is the gym. Yeah. And Value Village. Yeah. And Value Village. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've never been in Value Village. What? There's, I know. And I heard for women, that it's there's like, a lot. what? Yeah. I know. I heard it's gems in there. Yeah. For it's women, sad. I would say that you can find a lot of like, even brand name clothing that's like very lightly used. Yeah. So still good quality and everything like that. For men, I not so much. You, you go in there if you know what you're looking for. You know how to like combine clothes and, and make it look good yeah. yeah so like sheldon needs me to be there for him to find <laughs> yeah. things that would work for him yeah no yeah. that makes sense that makes i definitely a have sense. a i have an easier time at winners yeah yes. this is just there for you whatever you need i can see <laughs> that well i'm so happy that you guys are on this episode because the last episode we talked about um i was talking with Tasha and we were talking about singleness and mm-hmm. you know everything that goes on there but <laughs> i wanted to have you guys on because i love your guys's relationship and i just wanted to ask some questions and oh. give the people some insight <laughs> thank you thank you thank you it. i know it's so, wow. so starting from the jump how did you guys meet Tinder. Tinder yeah. <laughs> slash Plenty of Fish. She f- always forgets to mention that. Okay. What do you mean? Those two apps? It was two, yeah, two different dating apps. That's only because I was on Plenty of Fish earlier, and so was she. Um, but when I, I hit her up on there, I never got a reply. Yeah. Oh, really? See, I didn't know this until he told me. Yeah. But did you know, did you have two different screen names? Like, Sheldon, did you know that you were hitting her up on two apps? It wasn't the same time. So it was the difference of uh, a good couple months in between. So I hit her up originally on Plenty of Fish. And there was no reply. So I'm like, all right, keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, uh, then like months later, she we both swipe right on Tinder. Yeah. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, look who it is. <laughs> <laughs> But Mel, you don't remember Plenty of Fish, right? No, because Plenty of Fish. Have you used Plenty of Fish? I haven't. I know friends that have, but I have. I've only used Hinge in the it's, past. It, Plenty of Fish is like walking through an, like <laughs> walking on Young Street for Caravan. <laughs> it's like any and everybody just, just hitting you literally, <laughs> and like so you know you don't take people seriously on Plenty of Fish. Like it's very rare to even find someone with a decent conversation mm. or like. Right. You know, so by the time I was ready for Tinder and I even like, I was the one who reached out to Sheldon, first of all, on Tinder. Really? Yeah. And it was only because I was on there just like, okay, you know what, whatever. I'm putting too much effort into this stuff. Let me just like go on there, swipe for whoever. And at the same time, 
let me see these people who have swiped with me or like matched with me and just reach out to them. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting anything out of it. It was just kind of like, hey, why didn't we talk? You look good. All right. All right let me yeah. just say hi. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, so you can't say hi to Sheldon. And then <laughs> he responded. I don't even remember how you uh, said I said, um, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You never gave me that chance to, you know. Right. And then I'm like, okay. Well, I like that response. In my head, he obviously doesn't know I said that. I'm yeah. just like, hi, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it continued from there and we just talked and had yeah. real conversations. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's um, interesting because I'm hearing more and more of, like, women being that, like, door opener. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, here's the door. It's open. Now you can enter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't see like why it worked. Work. Absolutely. Go after what you want in life. Exactly. I I am all for that. Um, And I remember, like, when Sheldon had met you, and it just seemed like deep, real conversation. And I'm like, yes, girl. (laughs) Challenge him, girl. Yeah, the the first, Yeah. it was just, not even, it wasn't arguments or anything at first. It was um, debates. Debates. Yeah. We definitely had a lot of debates on there about any and everything. Yeah, and I remember my first major question to Sheldon was like, how do you meet women? Right. Mm. Um, because I'm like, how, like, what's the avenue for meeting women in, in today's society? Yeah. And that's where part of our conversation started off. And then, I don't know, we were kind of thinking of ideas of we how were, people should meet. Yeah, we were creating. Like, <laughs> like, from the jump, we were like, okay, let's organize this, um, like, event spaces for signal people. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, before we even, like, met in person or whatnot. Oh really? We're, we're here trying to create like a business together of how to. Uh... You guys are here trying to advocate for all the other singles. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! So, would you say that your dating experiences before you met each other were they in general like shallow, kind of surface level, or were you already creating a pattern of like going deeper with someone? You go first. Me personally, I was um. I had a lot of, lear- I learned that I had a lot of learning to do through the yeah. whole meeting process itself. Yeah. So it went from like very surface relationships, not even relationships, but surface interactions. Yeah. Learning what I liked and what I didn't like in a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of turned me off completely. Um, but then also recognizing in myself where I was lacking mm-hmm. and what parts I needed to work on before I could actually become ready for somebody else. Yeah. So that was super important. I think that's like throughout that whole dating experience, I definitely got time to reflect and learn about myself before meeting Mel. So that that original conversation that we would have had if she would have replied on Plenty of Fish, it probably wouldn't have went anywhere. I would have been a different person. So, you know, sometimes things work out where it's like, okay, no, you're not you're not ready for Mel yet. Yeah. You still got to date a couple other people first. Yeah. And learn a little bit about yourself before you're ready to come like come to her honestly and truthfully and stuff like that I I feel that yeah and for me it was like I was getting to a place so I had actually finished renovating the house we're in now like real renovations like tearing down walls all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. um so I was still in the deep of that whole mindset but then I also had left 
the school board. So I was actually quite depressed prior to even meeting Sheldon. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I was already, I was on a spiritual journey at that point. So it's true. If I was to talk to Sheldon earlier, we wouldn't have connected the same way because mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out who I am and trying to discover my happiness again. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the thing is, like, I would have random conversations with people and it made me realize, like, hey, there's a lot of good people that you can talk to um, online and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily that I saw them as a love interest. It was just to have conversation. conversation. Got yeah. It. And Got I was it. also letting go of this need to be in a relationship or this need to find a partner love and that. just kind of opening up to, like, let me just see who I who I talk to or who I meet and who I vibe with versus... Let me see if I could find someone who I can date, which the year before I was more looking at Tinder as that option. Mm-hmm. And then when I met Sheldon, it was just the openness. So yeah, I think everything had settled and I finally understood who I was. Mm. So meeting Sheldon, I was at the height of self-love and Sheldon was at the height of his self-love. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you, and now you kind of see why people say like, you truly have to like know yourself to be in a deep relationship and you have to um, love yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also like, cause I know there's so much learning that happened for me in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And I would say there's probably a lot of learning that happened to, for Sheldon too. Yeah. So it's like, you get to a point of as much learning as you can do until you meet that person. Mm-hmm. And then you're supposed to meet that next person, whether it's a best friend or a, a relationship to then move forward with your self learning. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you're basically saying like you come to a point of self-awareness and then you become even more self-aware in your relationship because you're learning more about yourself. Yeah. 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 Cause Sheldon's really a mirror for me in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean a mirror for you? Like, just kind of seeing who you are? Yeah, like, he's like, there's two sides. There's the side of, like, he shows me what I don't like about myself or what I want to improve on, I should say. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I can't be on your case if I'm not improving, too. So Mm. then it pushes me to go harder. Mm -hmm. And then there's the other part where it's like, if I wasn't the person I am, I wouldn't have met Sheldon either. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. If I would have to be a decent person to meet a decent person, right? You know, so like little traits and qualities, it just kind of reminded me like I am on the right path for myself, and I need to keep going with this path because Sheldon's showing me that quality in myself by looking at him. So I love that. I love that. Um, so how do you guys? Because you're both unique as individuals. How do you? stay individual like not lose yourself while having that like common goal of being together of making this relationship work how do you stay true to yourself in this we've we've had to talk about that (laughs) like Mm -hmm. over that's been a constant thing that has come up yeah yeah because um when we originally started we were like okay we're like okay we're just going to go with the flow. We're going to see how things work. We're not going to be too serious. We're still like, we're, we're so into everything we've developed for ourselves. We don't just want to get lost in the sauce of being in a relationship. Yeah. So when we originally talked to ourselves, we were like, all right, we're together, but we're still single. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just in the for sense of like, <laughs> just in the sense of like remembering we're still people on this journey, not just this couple all of a sudden. I like that. 
right? And there was something else that we used to say. What was the thing? Um, attraction, not attraction. Oh, attachment. Attachment. We it? wanted yeah. to practice non-attachment. Yeah. And the reason for that was because early on, we both read the Celestine Prophecy, which really talked about the idea of not trying to pull a person's energy into yourself because really you want the energy to be flowing all around. And when you pull the person's energy into you, that's attachment because you just want that person to fill you up Mm. and it's not fair to the other person. And it's not fair to this whole world because there's so much energy to give almost. And there's so much. And when you're not attached, it's almost I don't know what the thing uh, is. Well, it's like, we said attachment versus connection. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we were having, still having our genuine connection versus just needing to be needed. Yeah. Wow. Y'all preach it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like a really big thing. And yeah. then we went through ups and downs because we would go in and out of attachment. We'd still stay connected, but we'd be in and out of the attachment side. Yeah, so we have to like take a step back. And really figure out, okay, what are you, like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Is Wait, so you're avoiding, you were trying to avoid attachment or? Yeah, we were trying to stay away from having an attachment-based relationship. So an attachment is where, like she was saying, where it's just, you just want to be with this person just because you want to be with this person. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's not even about how good it. you feel anymore. It's yeah. really about, I just want to make sure Sheldon is with me. It becomes like a need. <laughs> so it doesn't it. become like, okay, I just genuinely love this person. Care yeah. for them. It's like, nah, I, I, I need you around. You got to be here. Right? Got it. So it's, it's definitely something that we had to think about a lot. Over the years, we get to a point where we're like, we just need to stop and talk. Yeah. Have this conversation. Yeah. Like, I remember there was this one time where Sheldon, oh, I think it was when he built the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a cold room, but we don't use it. So he's like, I'm going to make this my studio. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I support you. Blah, blah, blah. So then he makes a studio and he's like, hey, I just want you to know I'm probably going to be down here a lot more, you know, in my own space, on my own time. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, um, no problem but then (laughs) i felt like i felt like an immature little girl Mm. who's just like oh but what about me and so i had to like it was a weird situation because i'm like sheldon i gotta talk about this but i feel childish Mm -hmm. and the thing is it was really because i was getting attached to the idea of him always being around versus like he needs that time to pursue his own passions yeah yeah and that boils down to, it sounds like communication. Like, oh, in yeah, order yeah. to stay yeah. an individual, you have to be able to communicate yeah. your wants and your needs. And when you're feeling, um, as you said, when you're feeling attached or when you're feeling like, oh, I need to just step back a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So then what are your thoughts on titles in a relationship? Hmm. I think we're <sighs> battling this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like, can we get married? Oh, yeah. what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> because my thing with marriage is like, listen, we're doing this thing. What's the big deal with getting married? Like, yeah. it's not really just the next step for us. It's like, it is what we are. Yeah. So why not just do it? Yeah. Where Sheldon's like, we can get married later on. What's the big deal? Yeah. And like, but I don't know. It's just, there's that aspect of title to it possibly, but mm. I'm not really concerned about that. Even when we started with the relationship, we weren't concerned with having a title. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to make sure that we were connected and whatever we're doing, 
was fun. Yeah. Okay. And it was enjoyable for both of us. So, yeah. I mean, if you can operate without a title and it is healthy for both of you, go ahead. Yeah. No, but, it's really, again, it all boils down to communication. So, even in that regard, this is a communicate, like something we're having communications about, yeah. even as we speak, right? Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to talk it out and figure it out. She knows I'm going to get married to her. Oh, she knows. I was right. like, "Yo, how cute would it be if like Sheldon proposed on the podcast?" On the podcast, <laughs> girl. No, but yeah, no. It just so it's kind of like just I don't know. You have to. It, it is the communication piece yeah. because I could harbor resentment towards him because he doesn't want to take the step, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he hasn't shown me a side of him or anything that says he doesn't want to take that step. Mm-hmm. Right. So why destroy this? enjoyable great thing just because we didn't get that that title of yeah yeah you know i love that yeah all right so talking about attachment and how that can be um something that can be unhealthy in relationship if it's too if it's on too far down the spectrum how do you deal with insecurity in a relationship because when I think of attachment to the point where you feel um whole with that person mm-hmm. I, I I kind of feel like that insecurity piece kind of coming in um do you guys have issues with insecurity in a relationship have you had issues with it how do you deal with it um is it like a conversation that you have or is it all internal that you have to do I think it's definitely a conversation piece, but the I think the more important part is leaving space for conversation. Mm. So even in an environment that's like, okay, no matter what it is, like I want you to be able to come, like just sit down at this table and let's be able to talk about whatever it is without any kind of judgment, without any kind of negative feelings or anything like that. So as long as you like initially tell each other, like, yeah, we're always going to be able to communicate about whatever, then it doesn't matter what the issue is. Right. You're able to be like, okay, this this can be hard for me. It's weird. It's weird, but I just have to get this out because it's not my thing. Because that's the only yeah. way you're gonna get past, no matter what it is, insecurities, like any kind of issues you're having. The only way you're gonna be able to get past it is if you're able to talk about it. Yeah, and it sounds like when you have that that space to have those conversations. I mean, I can talk with myself too. Like it's it's liberating, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you're not you're not holding on to that weight of of insecurity, and it kind of brings you closer to the other person as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like with relationships, a lot of people feel like they're carrying the burden or the heaviness of the relationship because they're holding on to so many feelings without mm-hmm. actually dispersing them to and even disclosing them to the other person right it's like if we don't talk about it then I'm just feeling like he's not doing his part in the relationship and it just spirals into so many other things Mm -hmm. not being able to keep that space open for communication yeah even in the past where we've had like moments of insecurity like just I would say it's more for me um Mm -hmm. (laughs) that space of like oh man why am I gonna like read his message okay, I did it once. And then after that, since we've talked about it, I'm like, there's really no reason for me to go and do that. Yeah. Because he's never given me a signal that I need to. Right. Also, like, he's never been 
dishonest. So I don't really need to check something behind his back because he's always been open about it. So even when like seeing a message where I'm like, hey, what's up with this? He's just like, well, this is the situation. How do you feel? Like, and trying to make sure that is this a boundary we need to create? Mm. Something that we are now discovering or, you know, was I inappropriate? And I feel like he's reflective enough to be able to do that. Yeah. And yeah. we're both able to talk about it so that we recognize, okay, certain conversations may not be ones we're okay with. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. letting go of like the pride of holding on. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Ego, yeah. ego and pride. Mm-hmm. Once, like, especially in a relationship, you got to take those things out of it. <laughs> yeah. Cut or them else back. You, you ain't never going to get nowhere. Right. Can't set aside those ego tendencies and and i think that's the cool thing like being with sheldon is cool because he doesn't he's a very confident person but Mm -hmm. i feel like people mistake confidence for an ego Mm. he's not operating from a place of ego whatsoever right and the moment it even tries to come in he'll be like okay you were right like maybe 10 minutes later or maybe hours later but right. he always comes back to check himself and be like yeah okay fine and that's then he awesome. can laugh about it yeah that's awesome and i don't think a lot of unfortunately like there's not a lot of men that have tapped into that so that's that's awesome yeah yeah this world makes it easy for them to stay with their ego versus <laughs> yeah. disregard it but... yeah i mean i think it's something that's almost taught right like like it's taught that you don't show emotion you don't really you know express how you feel like for someone to say how i feel that's a vulnerability yeah absolutely yeah and even in that that's been a being with mel has been a growing piece i've learned that whole piece about being more in touch with my emotional side just being able to communicate opening and honestly with her Right. And not feeling like there's any kind of that judgment or whatever around. So at first, you know, you start off a certain way, like you said, where it's kind of closed off because you just you've never had to do it before. Mm-hmm. But then for a relationship to work, sometimes you're going to have to tap into those those true emotions to be able to really tell somebody how you feel about something. Yeah. So it's definitely been a learning process for me. But it's been like an awakening, like an open. You feel this kind of like freedom to just be yourself. Yeah. Okay. Was it? Was it scary for you guys to like when once you started realizing like the depth and the vulnerability in your relationship, was it kind of scary to be like, oh shoot, like I'm I'm letting myself like be seen in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Did that come naturally or was it kind of like whoa, 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 walls up, walls up? Um I don't think it was ever walls up to be honest. It was like it just because we found mode. we found a lot of things in common, mm-hmm. even from the first time like when we were first started dating and we had what did we had tea. Yeah, she, like the first time she invited me in, like like it was late. Yeah, was like hey, come in, we can have some tea or whatever. Yeah, and both of us put ice cubes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we both realized, you know, we like we both enjoy cold tea, and then I yeah. Think, from that original moment, like there was a, tons of other things that happened that just like yeah, we Why just we clicked so on, we really synced <laughs> yeah. up like, really early. So yeah, falling to that that side of being able to communicate and really fall for each other is like yo, you're really just you're with somebody who really kind of gets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you really can like you feel those walls falling down. Yeah, as right. you're getting to know them better, as you get as you get closer to them. Yeah, those walls kind of fall down where you're like you know I'm this is safe I'm safe here. 
right. I don't have nothing to really worry about. So right. And like in terms of like even getting deep and being vulnerable, because I was on that journey already, mm. naturally I was just crying just because mm. it was releases. Mm. And so like it I feel like that I don't even know where it happened, but it was like that experience of me crying kind of changed Sheldon. Yeah. Because mm. he didn't know how to support someone dealing with these emotions i was was never been with someone who cried so much yeah right like but for me it's therapeutic i need to let these emotions go Mm -hmm. and so like at first it'd be like i i feel like sheldon said at one point like i i don't know if you want me to be around or like something (laughs) i'm just like Like, you cried a lot yeah like it's it's okay you know it's up to you but like yeah Yeah. you can just stay here and that's fine if you want it but like I need to do this. And I feel like that just, I wasn't afraid to be vulnerable in front of Sheldon because I knew how much it transformed me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was my purpose with Sheldon or one of my purposes with Sheldon, which mm-hmm. is just to be vulnerable to that level. Cause yeah. he yeah. doesn't cry. Yeah. He doesn't shed tears. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, you are Mel, you're more of a crier. Sheldon yeah. <laughs> is not as much of a crier. What do you guys feel about the term like opposites attract? Because then you you guys are very similar too. Do you mm-hmm. think that there's any truth behind this? Do you think that it just depends on the situation? Um, do you guys balance each other out in some kind of way? Uh, you hit you- it on the head with that last one there. Yeah. That okay. idea of balance. I kind of think the opposites attract because it kind of brings you to a place of balance with each other yeah like you could be like polar opposites in certain directions but you start learning from each other yeah kind of of connecting in a way that allows you to to see another viewpoint that you weren't even thinking about before Mm. yeah and like the thing is opposites attracts only works if you can allow communication and honesty to still be a part of your relationship yes it's not going to work if, if you just, those yeah if like you keep your ego there and if you like, keep your ego and you're just yeah. not talking and you're not being truthful opposites attract will never work no. even right. being similar won't even work you no. know so i feel like there's truth to it but communication and honesty is key yeah no that sounds very very um true like you learn parts of yourself that you may not have ever like tapped into mm-hmm. and then you you're with someone and you're just like whoa like i never even knew <laughs> this was a part of me you yeah. know what I mean yeah. um, which I think goes back to your point of when after you've like quote unquote plateaued which you should never really plateau but quote unquote you plateau in self awareness you're you are experiencing a brand new side of yourself that you just never knew yeah mm-hmm. for sure um, so I wanted to kind of shift a little bit I know that you two also work together yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we do have a business together. Yes. So tell the people about your business, what it is, what the mission is, and then we'll kind of dive into that. Yeah. So we are co-founders of East End Vegan, which is right now is basically a uh, almond cheese based uh, company. Mm-hmm. But we make an almond cheese vegan cream cheese. Mm. But we've We've developed more. That's so. That's kind of where we started, but we've kind of expanded our idea of what our goals are in okay. regards to the company. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, just was it the other day. We yeah. got back to what our mission, or we got back to where we thought our mission should be, mm-hmm. and that was just through 
just recognizing that we are not just a, a almond cheese company or a vegan cheese company. Mm-hmm. Our purpose is a lot more than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With like East End Vegan, the whole goal of it was to kind of, there's there's layers to it. So initially, like you said, it's about making this almond cheese. But this almond cheese was really just a way to help people find a good dairy-free alternative mm-hmm. um, so that they can access a healthier lifestyle if they want to, or they can just simply cut back if they want to. But I mean, why can't you be vegan and eat delicious food? Right. But then the East End vegan part of it represented so much more about what people think of Scarborough versus what actually comes out of Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just have so many great things like ourselves. And <laughs> but, but you have so much influence and so much power and so much great things coming out of Scarborough. And then it just gets this name that it's just this poor neighborhood of like, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the idea of someone who's low income is, that tends yeah. to be what people think of Scarborough. Mm. And I'm like, no, first of all, there's vegans in Scarborough. So yeah. stop thinking we need to go downtown. And right. then also, why is veganism so expensive? Let's yeah. create right. access to that. Yeah. That's kind of right. the, uh, the areas that we were leading towards. Yeah. And so now we're shifting because we're like, I think this is an entire lifestyle to remind people that despite where they think you come from or what upbringing you might have you're great like Mm -hmm. you're gonna come out on top anyways you're gonna be even more spectacular than they imagine because you're so much of everything because you're resilient right so So how was it deciding to go into business together was that a hard conversation was that like someone brought it up not at all no it was just a roll a roll over (laughs) okay oh we definitely like like you said, we we work well together. Mm-hmm. We mesh well, and we have a lot of like. She's an entrepreneur at heart, and so am I. And mm-hmm. we're also very creative. Yeah. So we end up just we like naturally we just bounce ideas off each other all yeah. the time. Yeah. So when it came to even this vegan cheese, we, we it didn't even start out like trying to make vegan. No, cheese. we weren't even trying to make vegan cheese. We, we just wanted to make good vegan to, food. Not in, even that. We wanted to do. Um, oh, we want to make ten thousand dollars. We want to make ten thousand dollars in one month. <laughs> in one- like. <laughs> It was during like Christmas time, right before yeah. Christmas. We're like, all right, this is gonna be Hustlers holiday, and we're gonna make 10k yeah. this month. Shall I love it? Take I love those. I'm um, gonna make uh, lasagna and mac and cheese. That's where it started. We're like, yep, let's let's go for it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Right, and then from there, it kind of just it went to her dad, just saying, hey, um, can I just get some of the cheese to give away to his uh, some of his customers? Because he does landscaping, and we're like, uh, all right, let's let's go to Dollar Store, or Dollarama, grab some jars, some jars, put yeah. some this. stickers from Vista Print, and uh, <laughs> old thing. this whole thing together, and it just rolled over into okay, that was great. Oh, there's a farmers market that I can try going to. Let's try that. What sold out? Oh my gosh, are we doing this? Yeah, we are. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, and that's it just so awesome. kept going. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to? Um, create a boundary between between working and like okay we're not working we're just focusing on each other or we're just not talking about work yes absolutely <laughs> yes 100 percent. quickness because no, seriously like because work the thing is being an entrepreneur is work on its own right and then there's the battle you have constantly with yourself around am i doing enough mm-hmm. so when you get caught in that battle then you don't feel like you're taking a break because you're always thinking about what can I do to be better or what can I do to improve this this company and 
I guess I'm not doing enough, so I should be working. And then it just takes over your mind to the yeah. point where you need to stop and say, listen, I've done my work for today. Yeah. I am going to do something else. Yeah. And sometimes it's a whole day. Sometimes it's a few hours, mm-hmm. but it's necessary. Yeah, no, there's a point where we were just, everything was just work. Yeah. Work, work, work. All our conversations were about the business or whatever. And then it got to a point where we weren't we weren't going out together. Yeah, we didn't really. Any, yeah, we didn't get on any dates. We didn't, and then we weren't. Mel, she said we weren't nurturing our relationship. Yes, which that was super too. important. So we had again had a conversation about that, mm-hmm. and then made a decided point to like, okay, we're gonna set aside a day a week, right. and you know that time is for us to either go out or do whatever. But it was important for us to remember that even as we work well together. We need mm-hmm. to continue to nurture the relationship that we have. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I have this feeling in my mind that a lot of people and even as I like hope to get in a relationship one day, it's you have to you cannot just put a relationship on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people um, are in relationship and life gets a hold of you just like what you guys are saying like work kind of takes over you mm-hmm. kind of put other priorities before your partner yeah. and then you're on autopilot and before you know it you've kind of grown apart yep so how do you is it date nights that help keep you guys like conscious in the in the relationship like what are some tools that you guys do to like we are taking time right now to <laughs> talk. Uh, it was date nights at first. Yeah. yeah. We haven't been on one in a while, but... Because um, yeah. <laughs> of COVID or not. But, um, uh, but even just taking time out, because we've gone on drives together. Oh, that's bike nice. We, we go on bike rides now. Um, mm-hmm. We find different ways outside of work. Even if it's like, we bought um, a telescope, so we'll, we'll go outside. Yeah. We have to do it again, but we'll yeah, go outside. And just look at the moon, right? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. It's oh my such a sweet gesture. <laughs> this so sounds like a fairy tale. <laughs> it is a fairy tale. Legit, my face during this whole episode is just like... Oh <laughs> <laughs> but the way listening to Sheldon, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. No, like, no. What you, what you Me listening to Sheldon, so I'm like, who is this? <laughs> Oh, I mean, when you, when you tell the story, it sounds it sounds, it sounds like really good, like, but it's not like well. every day. You know, yeah, you gotta, no, it's really not your, every day. Live your life, and then when you tell right. the story, it sounds amazing. Because we got to short form this, we can't tell right. it <laughs> But no, yeah, and then also like being able to like watch a show together. Right. Oh, that's yeah, key. like mm-hmm. simple things, and then sometimes just like stopping and talking mm-hmm. to like, hey, what do you think of da 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 da, and then we get into mm-hmm. a deep conversation about that because. Also, like, we connected based on our level of intellect as well. So mm-hmm. nurturing that through the conversations we have about things that are happening in society also mm-hmm. helps us nurture our relationship in a way that's necessary to just our personal growth and then also just remembering that this is a real, like, an important part of our relationship. So mm-hmm. if it's not getting out or doing something specific, it's at least stopping to have a conversation about something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I feel like, as you were saying, you know, just taking that time, because it's just so easy to just kind of get, time flies, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Before you know it, months have gone, and you're just like, wow, we have not 
connected. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And it happens That's, fast. It does. You don't even notice it because it's like day you're working, night you're mm-hmm. sleeping, day you're working, night you're sleeping. You might mm-hmm. check in every once in a while, but like, are you good? Uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm busy. I'm working. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you let things get by, but you got to be, again, you got to be conscious of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Because in your everyday life, you're all, you're obviously saying, hey, good morning. Hey, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm heading out. Right. right. Bye. And you think that you're talking and you think that you're communicating, but really you're not really saying a lot. It's true. It's true. And so um, as we wrap up soon, which I don't want to do. But <laughs> hey, you can have um, us back. You can have, you us, can back have us back anytime. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that permission. <laughs> um, so what would you say? We're, I'm going to get real gushy here. What would you say are the top three things? Or maybe not the top three things, but three things you truly appreciate in the other. You go. But she knows I love her smile. That's oh. probably one of the, the first things that attracted me to her. Because yes. you, you can get so much from a person's smile, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hers just seemed like it was full of life. Yeah. Full of love, full of happiness, full of like openness and whatnot. And from, from the get-go, that's kind of what did it for me. Yeah. And then just learning about her, she has such a beautiful spirit beyond that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But then oh, she's also, yo, so she's also. Is this hella cute? <laughs> I'm just like over here, like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hold on. Before you finish, yeah. Sheldon, I do want to say, like, Mel, when you first, I think, when did we meet? At my birthday party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit, like, your vibe is infectious like you just have such a bomb vibe so i'm just gonna let the world know that oh, and thank you for those who listen and who already know you they're probably like well duh she's not <laughs> but i'm just like letting you know that you have a bomb vibe anyway yeah and um you know, she's adventurous she's adventurous mm-hmm. man she's she's one in person i can actually like count on to go do some crazy stuff Mm-hmm. Um, minus skydive minus skydive that's oh you're thing. not gonna do skydive that's the only oh, thing no, she won't do no he can do that on his own <laughs> <laughs> and that too no. like, she's not she's never trying to block me from me trying to experience life and, Got it. and what I want in life so I love that fearlessness in her um, and just the ability to connect with herself her spirituality as well she's mm-hmm. very kind of grounded in that and she expressed only three there's <laughs> so <laughs> much though but yeah, there's, there's, I can go on for a little bit longer. So when I, Aww, there, yeah. don't stop him, Mel. <laughs> fine. But yeah, there's, she is an all around solid human being, and I, I appreciate that. her for every little bit of that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right, now you go. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I definitely would say the first thing is Sheldon's spirit, a hundred percent. Just mm-hmm. because he's like, I don't know. He's like, to, I always tell him, you must be my angel. Because, mm-hmm. like, he just knows me. But, like, yeah. he knows himself. And, like, he like his vulnerability is a bit different. Like, he's mm-hmm. willing to just be. And, mm-hmm. like, really accept whatever's coming his way. And then figure it out from there. But then... Yeah. I feel like he just always knows exactly what to say at the right time. And like, I could be all flustered and confused about something and talking in circles. And then he'll just be like, this is this. And then mm-hmm. I'll be like, boom, oh my gosh, I gotta go cry. Let me go cry. <laughs> and 
<laughs> and I always tell her, don't thank me, thank your creator. Yeah. Yes, yes. He I, has I never such feel a like high respect for, for like spirituality and just the, yeah. the journey of searching for yourself and finding your truth. But um, so there's that. And then his confidence, like his, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the word is, like your self-assurance. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sheldon knows himself without worrying about what people are doing or what they're saying or like the odd time he might think about someone what they could think about him but it's so rare that I'm like how do you exist like yeah this is a social media age you can't possibly think so independent of everybody Mm -hmm. else like Mm -hmm. and I know it sounds like no that's a good thing it is a good thing I but it's like a unbelievable gift that you have Right. To be able to not be concerned with the thinking or the thoughts or the judgments of anybody else. Just, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my thing. I don't really care what people think because I enjoy it and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. So, like, he has this, like, natural zest for life to be, mm-hmm. to enjoy it, and to live it to the fullest. And, like, that is so, that's, like, inspiration for me. Yeah. Because I don't think I've ever had someone in my life to show me that that possibility is actually there yes so yes it's crazy that that's beyond me and then I don't know what the (laughs) I don't know I like everything when it comes to Sheldon is just amazing his creativity the fact Mm -hmm. that he can make music is like and you know one thing we used to do when we first met we would like write and then recite back and forth (laughs) to each other and I was just like, your mind is crazy. Like, yeah. you're so smart. Yeah. And then you're so creative. Who are you? So it's like, <laughs> it's just bringing those things together. I don't think I've been able to be, like, I haven't been blessed to meet people who really allow their creativity to speak for itself, to mm-hmm. be willing to step into music even, mm-hmm. and then also still be aware and intellectual at the same time. Yeah, That package... I, maybe it's my environment it didn't exist mm-hmm. and so it's like wow Sheldon's a real a real man <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's rites of passages that you went through but you're a real <laughs> man like you're just learning, <laughs> learning, learning over the years and yeah no like I told you I wasn't ready for you before it's true but I had to go through that little process of learning yeah. about myself and and choosing myself for, for yeah. anything else to kind of decide and get that kind of confidence and reassurance in myself to kind of yeah. be ready to be here for you. And then just in physical aspects, I love his beard. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? I really appreciate that. She's never, I, I don't yeah. think before her, I never really grew it out. <laughs> um, I know, it's so nice. Like, I'm just like, this so... is great. So now that he braids it as a protective style and puts <laughs> it in, yeah, Sheldon. I'm like, you know, where's the beard? I she like, wants the really full would beard. like that to she come wants back. Full beard, but... so. It's Sheldon. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys have officially made my heart melt. <laughs> ah, Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. I am so happy on it all day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy that we had this time to talk and I will definitely have you guys back on. Um, We're also going to send you cheese. Oh my goodness. Don't even, don't even start with that Melissa Mm -hmm. because I had asked Sheldon. It was a while ago. And I told, I told Mel the other day, I I told her the other day when we were, what's it called? When you first asked me again about doing the podcast, 
Right. Man, we got to mail some, some cheese. cheese. Right. Because <laughs> so. we got to see how long it takes to get to the States. Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Exactly. Um, so, so, yeah. Oh, before you leave, just tell people where they can find your company on Instagram or any platform. Absolutely. Feel free to go check us out on Instagram at eastend.vegan or go to our website. It's eastendvegan.com. And, and I'll give you links there too. Facebook.com slash East End Vegan. Mm-hmm. And we're on Twitter now. We're, we're new to Twitter, but, new, but jump on Twitter too. Yeah, those are the main places. Matter of fact, just go to Google, search East End Vegan, <laughs> and we will pop up. Yeah, seriously. We are very searchable. So awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And we will talk soon. Thank Yay. you. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. This is oh, amazing. Of course. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. right, Bye. Bye. Man. After an episode like that, you just want to put on the song, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? (laughs) Man, love is a beautiful thing. Finding that person to share it with, to grow with, that challenges you and you know that just fulfills you on that level it just is a blessing it's a blessing and I'm glad that Sheldon and Mel have found that blessing in each other I truly am and I'm so happy that they were able to share their experiences um, and share you know their thoughts on finding that person finding that one um what i take away from this episode is wow there was so much but i would say one thing that stuck out to me was the growth that you see when you're with someone and the sides of yourself that you are awakened to when you're with that person that kind of challenges you or even just motivates you to be better on your own you know so that was a huge takeaway for me and I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed it as well and that you're feeling all mushy and gushy and and happy and you know (laughs) I just hope I always say I want everyone to win in love I want everyone to win in love so you know Hopefully this was encouraging. Hopefully this was um, fun to listen to. And, you know, thanks for listening and tuning in to another episode. If you're not following me on Instagram for the podcast, please find it at mycuriouslife underscore podcast. Follow, DM, text me. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your thoughts are. And um, I'm happy and always welcome for the feedback. I hope you guys have a bomb week. Stay safe. Stay sane. And we shall do this soon. See you later.